Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hey everyone, my name is Boom Shaka, and in this video we'll be speaking again about INFJs, but 
how INFJs dislike small talk. Um, I don't know if there's anyone on this planet really who likes small talk, but they don't dislike it as much as INFJs do. We hate small talk. I would rather not go to a party where I know I'm going to have to sit down and do small talk with people. I'd rather avoid all of those conversations and all of those meetups and all of those meetings because I know that what we're going to do is sit around for hours and talking about useless things, things that don't really matter. And so what I'll do if I do end up going to one of these things is I'll be like, all right, if I'm here already, let me direct the conversation because we're very good at doing that direct the conversation towards something that is more useful. I would direct the conversation towards the person asking them, um, what do you like to do with your time? Like, what makes you happy? Or um, are you happy right now? Uh, or what are your, what's your purpose on, on this planet? What, why are you here? Or things like that, right? And so that's what I'll, I'll try to do. A lot of times, obviously, it's not possible. Uh, but that's one of my things that I do. Like, what I don't want to do with small talk. Or when everyone around me is kind of talking, doing small talk, I'll just kind of zone out completely. I'll just, I won't even listen. Um, and once the small talk is over and it kind of moves towards something more substantial, that's when I'll pipe in or I'll get more engaged, at least start listening a little bit more. Why do we hate small talk so much? Um, I've been thinking about this a lot, actually, and I wondered to myself, you know, why can't I just be normal and why can't I just... Do small talk. It's not hard to do. It's a human thing that everyone does. Everyone talks about really useless items all the time, and they don't really think it's a big deal. But for some reason, I just think it is a big deal, and they don't want to waste their precious time on this planet talking about things that don't really matter to them, right? And small talk is just basic time-wasting. It's actually you're trying, trying to time pass time with a person that you don't know that well, so you're trying to get to a point, after all this small talk, to a point where they trust you enough that you can actually have conversation about the more important things, right? I think that's what small talk is all about, is building trust. Whereas INFJs don't, it doesn't take very long for us to build trust with people because, first of all, we just know if we can trust you or not instantaneously. I will meet a person and instantaneously I will know if that person is trustworthy and if I'm going to be friends with them or not. And if I'm not, I won't bother with them anymore. I won't talk to them. Uh, you know, I'm not going to waste my time with them. And if I am, then I'll engage them into conversation that I really care about. I want to know about them. I want to know who they are, what they like to do with their life, why are they here, why they think they're here, all of that important stuff, right? And so that's what I will do is I will kind of like direct them into that conversation. But I know instantaneously, and all INFJs, all intuitive people will know instantly, if they're going to be friends with a specific person or if they're going to be with that person for a long time or is it just going to be a passing, fleeting acquaintance. Right? Perhaps that's obviously the, a lot of the reason for the small talk, but also small talk is easy. right? It is not very taxing on the brain, so you don't have to think very hard. You can just kind of mumble around and just talk about useless things and it's not going to be really tiring and you don't have to use your brain a lot which is what a lot of people like doing, and that's the reason I think a lot of small talk happens is because you don't want to engage yourself, right? You don't want to put yourself out there. It's hard. It's, it's tiring to actually do that. You don't always want to be doing that. Because INFJs are so good at monitoring our energy systems, we know how much small talk we can engage in and how much actual real talk we can engage in. The funny thing is that I think small talk is more draining to us uh, than really engaging conversations deep conversations that kind of go into a different dimension, those conversations are actually energizing to us. 
For an introvert, mostly you'd imagine that our conversations are, are draining. But if I'm with someone who I trust, who I love, and who I can have those really amazing conversations with, those deep, engaging conversations, then I'm actually getting, I get really engaged and really energized by that. And a lot of times I'll go back home from these conversations and be really, really creative. I'll create a bunch of videos and write a bunch because I've just, I just kind of engaged in such a manner where I've got just built up all this amazing energy in myself, creative energy. Obviously, it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's such a it's a beautiful experience. Um, it it can be emulated in a lot of different ways. That's why I think people drink coffee. Caffeine helps me get into that zone as well because because you drink coffee and all of a sudden you're like just pumped up and you're in that zone um you know doing things like skydiving and all that stuff obviously helps as well um there's a lot of different ways to get into flow different people use different techniques what i do is i hang out and i hang around people who are at that level who are just really engaged and really smart and the kind of people that i want to be around and those people are the ones i use in order to get into that flow state into that creative state so most people will find small talk engaging and not tiring, whereas INMJs find it absolutely exhausting to engage in small talk. I would rather stab myself in the eye than engage in small talk. There's a lot of times where I'll avoid going to a party completely because I know that it's filled with people who are only going to do small talk, and I just don't want to bother. I'd rather just sit at home and watch Netflix than go to one of these engagement parties one of these parties where I'm just not going to be engaged. It's not worth my time, energy, or space, or money, or whatever I'm like, right? Um, I also, that's why I, one of the reasons I don't like bars is that that's what people do, is that they go to the bar, they drink a lot, and then they talk, do small talk for hours on end. Uh, and that's, again, something I can't do. And if they do engage in conversation, it's like the conversation about politics where or religion where they get really aggressive and start fighting with each other. Again, another thing that we can't deal with. If you're going to have an opinion, have an opinion, but do not berate me for mine, and I'm not going to berate you for yours. We're actually really open to everyone having their own opinion because we know that there are a billion different kinds of people on this planet, and everyone's going to look at things differently. Our perspective is not the only perspective, obviously. I'm just explaining to you what INRJs think like, not because this is the best way to think. It's just the way we think. It's just the way we are. I hope that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I don't like going to bars for that particular reason. I hate pubs or bars. Like we sit down and just drink and talk. It's so boring. If I'm going to do something, I want to do either something physically active or engaging or mentally. So either like really great conversations around the fireplace or a music festival where I can go and dance instead of talk to people. And that's why I dislike it immensely when I'm dancing and really getting into the music. And someone comes up to me and starts wanting to have a conversation with me about where I'm from or what I'm doing here and all that stuff. And all in the past, I would actually have the conversation because it's hard. it was hard for me to say no. Nowadays, I'll just say, no, I'm sorry, I'm dancing right now. I can't, I can't have this conversation. I'm in the zone right now, and I don't want to waste my energy on talking to you about stuff that I have to yell over the music about. Why? It's a point, right? Thank God for that. I can actually say it and, and not waste my energy on that because that's such a waste of my energy, right? Why do something when you don't actually have to do it? And why do something when, where you know it's just going to result in you completely losing yourself because of it, right? It's so tiring to be in these situations. And if you know it's going to be tiring, why put yourself in that situation over and over again? And that's the thing that I don't understand is that once you know that you don't want to be in that situation anymore, just 
don't go there again. So don't go there again ever. And if you have friends who want to keep on doing the same thing over and over again, then they're not your friends. They're not the kind of people you want to hang out with anyways, right? I mean, why bother with people like that? I guess it's very easy for INFJs to give up on people. I don't know if I should say give up, but give people away, our friendships away. We don't, I've said this before in a previous video, we don't have really attachments to relationships. Like when we're in a relationship, we really care and we're really into it and blah, blah, blah. But if the person leaves, then they've left and that's fine. Like we're not really like, oh, well, they left and I should cry about it. I'll cry for a little bit and then I'll be like, all right. There's a there's other people on there's lots of other people on this planet, lots of other people that I can engage with or partner with or whatever it might be. There's no need to worry about one person that leaves. So we have no real attachments to people. I have I know that people think we're cold because of that reason, or aloof, or selfish, or that we don't love them. I've had so many people tell me that they think that I don't love them, and I think to myself, what is love really, right? I mean, like, I know it's a stupid question, but like, seriously, what is love? Does it mean that I need to hang out with you all the time, talk to you all the time, spend time with you all the time? Is that what love is, like, really? And I know there's different forms of love, the four different kinds of love. We are definitely not the kind of people who are, like, all about quality time. Sorry, who are all about, like, quantity time. We're all about quality. If you're going to spend even one year, in the whole year, one time with me, that's going to be really, really great and really connected and deep, that's more than enough for me. You don't have to spend every week with me, you don't have to spend every day with me, you don't have to spend every month with me. I can be friends with someone and not talk to them for years on end, and I'd still be friends with them because I know that things happen, and we're all busy people, and things are going to change around. It doesn't mean anything. Friendships are not based on the amount of time I spend with you. Friendship is based on the fact that I've decided that you are my friend, and I'm going to be loyal to you from now on until you do something to break that loyalty. And that's what friendship is to me. It's not about time, it's not about money, it's not about space, it's not about distance, it's not about any of those things. Because those things are ethereal and based on the time-space dimension. And love is not based on that, right? Like, love is like eternal, or at least the way we look at it. I hope this makes sense to you guys. I'm just trying to explain to you guys how INFJs think. Um, I know that I'm pretty much a typical INFJ. I pretty much think so. Um... I might be more extroverted than most INFJs. I know I'm more extroverted than all the introverts that I know, and most people think I'm extroverted because of that. But I hope this makes sense to you guys. If you are an INFJ and if it does resonate with you, let me know. Because I'd love to hear from more INFJs to see what, what they think. You know, is it right? Is it what I'm saying accurate? Or is it completely off the mark? It's not true for you? Let me know, yeah? I'll talk to you guys in the next video. And if you want to join my team, you can go to patreon.com slash boom bye for now thanks for listening if you want to put a face to the voice you can check out my youtube channel boom Shaka. bye for now even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.